This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And away we go. It's Monday. Topics worthy of discussion at this time every weekday afternoon on The Oakley Show. And our Monday panel has assembled. Kim Wright is a VP at Hill & Knowlton and an ardent new Democrat. Kim, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. It might be a little gloomy outside, but it's bright and sunny in here. Nicely wow. put. Nicely put. Man, that's almost poetic. <laughs> uh, Mike Van Solen, a principal at Navigator. Michael, how are you? Oakley, I'm very good, sir. Good. And Adrian Batra, editor-in-chief of the Toronto Sun. Adrian, good to see you. Great day for talk radio, John. Thank you for that. You're hey, let me ask you this. First off, Doug Ford, uh, suggesting that the government continue to press the point on liberal misspending. He's forming a committee, uh, this is what he announced today, that'll come out with an interim report uh, sometime in November, the final due mid-December. But he says this is the biggest government scandal in a generation, and he wants this committee that will be comprised of six PCs and three NDP members uh, to dig further into the province's physical situation now it's interesting there are no liberals on the panel and uh <laughs> kathleen win kathleen win uh believes that this is not a good way for doug ford to start the committee interestingly is made up of only um conservative and ndp members six conservatives three ndp as i understand it so the liberal members are not even included in the uh the uh the committee so that just as a starting point seems um really like a, a very bad start to the whole process. All right, and uh, just so I can put a punctuation point on all this, she also denies that any deception has even taken place. I am completely clear and sure that we revealed everything about what we were doing Is in the financial realm. Well, I, you know, it was interesting. I was listening to his uh, remarks to his caucus this morning, and there was, you know, there was language that was very, very inflamed. And I, I don't know what he's got to back up. The, uh, the claims that he's making, the allegations that he's making, you'll have to talk to him about that. All right, well, let's talk to you about this. Uh, the committee that's going on this uh, hunt for liberal profligacy and misspending, some are even submitting that this isn't necessary to do. I guess Kathleen Wynne is one such. It's uh, inappropriate or it's, you know, passe. That was yesterday. Let bygones be bygones. Or even worse, he's just priming the pump for more cuts to come. Adrian Batra, uh, do you see any validity in Doug Ford? comprising this committee after you've got four independent audits already taking place, and uh, one of which came up with this $15 billion in hawk figure on Friday. Uh, what about the validity of the committee? So it allows the Doug Ford government to continue to use its very lengthy runway to blame the Liberal government for the mess, financial mess that the province is in. The The upside for, for Ford is that Ontarians believe him, um, and they believe the Auditor General, and they believe the Financial Accountability Officer, and I know that some are suggesting that this is, you know, a lot of sort of political uh, payback and all. You hear that a lot with Doug Ford. This is political payback. Maybe there's some modicum of truth to that. But but in all seriousness, this is sort of an unprecedented thing that has happened. We also say that a lot with the Doug Ford government. <laughs> mm. um, but I think there's number. 
Ontarians want answers, and I think Ontarians deserve answers. And if they feel that the previous government is going to be brought before a parliamentary committee to answer those questions and to be to be grilled in that way, we did it with the gas plant scandal. We did it with the cancellations of those, and that has happened before. The fr- previous, previous premier, Dalton McGuinty, came in um, before a committee. So these those are valuable tools of accountability. The issue, th- though, becomes... What do you do with that information thereafter? What If you know that the finances of the books are such as bad as they are, and they're terrible. Mm-hmm. This, the Liberals are one of the most politically corrupt governments this province, this country's ever seen, frankly. So mm-hmm. from that measure, yes, the, the finances are a mess. We do have that information. But what are you going to do with the results of your special committee or that your, your select committee? Does that suggest someone may be in legal trouble? Does that what is that suggesting? Well, maybe that's that's the whole point of the exercise. And maybe Ontarians uh, want that. See see where it leads you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let it guide you uh, into various directions and uh, draw our conclusions from that. So, as a member of the NDP, there will be three NDP members of the caucus on this particular committee. So, Kim Wright, you've got to be happy about that much. Well, look, it's one of the perks of being an official party recognized in the legislature. So there's there's that component to it. Um, and look, I don't wish my liberal friends ill on this. I, I've been in the political wilderness, but there are times when it's the official parties that get to get to start on this. Also, I'm not entirely sure that uh, former Premier Wynne can be entirely objective when you're talking about her her previous government mm. and the mismanagement within that, or, you know, to Adrian's point, is this more deep uh, than that? Now, that being said, none of these numbers should be surprising to anyone, anyone who was paying attention to politics. And I would certainly believe that Premier Ford uh, paid attention to politics. Uh, now, some of this is also, you know, yes, we're going to talk about a $15 billion deficit, and that is a huge number in any estimation. But it's also being exacerbated by the Premier's own decisions on cap and trade, which are taking monies out of school repairs, that well, backlog. No, this is the legacy that was left to us. There, I mean, there is not... always going to be a legacy, and every new government goes, oh my gosh, the cupboards are worse than I All thought. Right. So what you're arguing effectively is uh, he should have known that, built that into the equation, and let's just move on. No, I think that there are those are two distinct parts. There are things that need to be uncovered with what the previous government did and did not do over the last 15 years. Well, and, and follow a money trail. Maybe some people Absolutely. benefited, you know, this is where the bodies are buried and they want yeah. to root them up. Uh, Mike Van Solen, does this have merit? It has a, has a lot of merit. And, you know, I'll say that our company, we did a bunch of exit polling right after the election. We always think you can best understood understand where a government's going to go if you understand what did people choose when they asked for it. And it was really surprising to us, actually, when we did the focus groups across the province, that, uh, you know, we, we thought we'd hear about the gas tax, we thought we'd hear about cap and trade, maybe even buck a beer. But the amount of people who unprompted said, yeah, they liked the idea that the premier talked about, or Doug Ford at the time talked about, of doing the independent audit. Like, let's get at it. They really had a sense that there was something amiss. And I know Auditor General's reports were out and had pointed to a lot of this, and real insiders recognized that. But people, you know, the liberals were also very effective of obfuscating around mm-hmm. those issues. Uh, oh, it's just accounting problems, is this and that. So I think, uh, you know, the Ontario public really wants to know. It was 15 years, we're, we're in quite a hole. And um, so the, the this exercise makes sense. E, e, Ernst & Young, EY, is still going to come out with their official audit. That's to come. But what comes of it, it you know, a whole, whole bunch of stuff can come, out, come of it, but certainly accountability comes comes uh, out of it as well. The Ford government knows it's now going to have to hold itself to this measure that it is creating. All right, but here's a question, and uh, Adrian, you mm-hmm. sort of alluded to it, that there's a lot of runway here, and he wants to keep banging That's on right. this note to remind people. 
And in so doing, uh, you know, it may just continue to discredit the liberals or it may also uh, it's that kind of the collective amnesia we Canadians and Ontarians seem to have every time, you know, there's a debacle with a, a previous government, you know, sorry, Bob Ray, apologies to that back in the early 90s. Mike Harris has Mike to come Harris in. Mike Harris lots. <laughs> well, he's got to come in and bad cleanup. It's not an easy task. It's like cleaning out the Aegean stables. And if that's the case, <laughs> what we've got to do here in the aftermath of 15 years of McGinty and uh, Wynn, uh, Doug wants people to uh, remember that and sort of contextualize why he's going to have to do some of the things he's going to have to do. And that's important, but... I will say this. Bob Ray was far more fiscally responsible than Kathleen Wynne was, which is, you know, (laughs) shocking to most people to hear, but true. And should have done what Premier Ford is doing with an AG because of the way the Liberals had left it under Peterson. There is an opportunity for for Premier Ford to do to accomplish a lot of the things that he wants to accomplish in Ontario. I mean, I know I know certain you know, parts of the political spectrum want to say, well, he's added eight billion dollars because he wants to cut taxes. He's added this, this, this and this. So. Um, this is one of those sorts of situations where the jury has spoken on like the election happened and they, the, the, their jury's not out anymore. They, we've passed judgment on, on Kathleen Wynne and the liberals, but it's important for the word that Mike used accountability. So many Ontarians want to know what happened to that money. It didn't go to upgrade their schools. It didn't go to fix the highways. It didn't go to, um, you know, end hallway medicine. Right. Where did the money go? But has Doug, uh, is there a risk that he's politicizing this in order to... uh Effect the cuts. That- All of it is political, John. It, 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 the risk has already been taken, and he's prepared to take it. All right. Well, you know, there are more developments when uh, things do get uh, weaponized for political reasons. The Me Too discussions that are taking place stateside are kind of arresting, should give us pause for reflection. So we'll come back and drill down on that and uh, other topics worthy of discussion with our panel Kim Wright, Adrian Batra, and Mike Van Solen on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I was actually shocked at the press conference the other day. When some of the media are saying, well, what's the big deal? That's staggering. What do, what do you mean, what's the big deal? I am completely clear and sure that we revealed everything about what we were doing. It's time we restore people's faith in their government.